Hi, Saints. Welcome to another episode of Talking Bible Truth with Dr. Kamala D. I am your host, Dr. Kamala D, here to help you grow in faith and walk in God's amazing grace. Today's message is entitled Faith as it relates to the Word of God. It's a small sequel to my previous message entitled Living in the Spirit Realm. So sit back, relax, take notes, and let's grow in faith. All right, saints, let's get ready to continue to grow in faith. Now, in the previous message, Living in the Spirit Realm, we established that faith is the substance or proof of things not seen or perceived by the senses. If that is the case, then how will I ever know at any one given time in my life what my faith is the evidence of if I have never seen or perceived what things are in the spirit realm. If I have never been informed about what things are in the spirit world, how will I know? In other words, if I had never seen an alligator, how would I ever know that at any given time that my faith is now the the evidence of an alligator? There has to be something that tells me there is something out there in the spirit realm at any given time of which my faith is the evidence of. I cannot have faith for it if I don't know that it is out there. Do y'all get where I'm coming from? Look at, let's look at Romans chapter 10, verse eight. Romans chapter 10, verse eight. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith, which we preach. The word of faith is the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. When we hear the gospel preached, we get knowledge about God and knowledge about God always reveals knowledge about God's world, the spirit world. The word shows us what it is in the spirit realm, saints. Boy, faith is so important because you know without faith, it is impossible to please God. So that's why I enjoy helping people grow in faith because guess what? I'm growing in faith at the same time I'm teaching this to you. So now let's look at Romans 10, 17. It says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So then faith comes If faith comes, then faith must come from somewhere and faith must not have been there before it came or it would not have had to come there. So you start out without faith and then faith comes. Faith does not come by praying and we need to understand that faith does not come by fasting. Faith does not come by begging. Faith does not come by whining. Faith does not come by crying. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This is the way God designed the system and you cannot change it. I cannot change it. Religion cannot change it. You cannot go around it and find another way. That's just it. We cannot change the way God designed his system. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So the word and faith go hand in hand. 
You cannot have one without the other. If you have the word of God, then you have faith present. If you have faith present, then you have the word of God because the proclaiming of the word of God causes faith to come. Did y'all hear that saints? The proclaiming of the word of God causes faith to come. I like to say it this way. Faith and the word of God go together like the wet with the water. You guys know you cannot have the water without being wet. You cannot have the water without being wet. You can't be wet without the water. So you cannot have the word of God proclaimed without faith. So we need to understand that hearing never stops. Mm -mm, not at all. Now it does not say that faith comes by having heard. This is where so many people miss it, saints. Faith comes by hearing and hearing is present tense. It goes on forever and never stops. You need to keep hearing and hearing and hearing. It is like eating. You have eaten in the past, but you have to keep on eating every day if you want to stay strong and healthy. The food you ate last week will not sustain you for this week. It can't do it, saints. So I want to talk to the ministers right quick. If you want the supernatural signs and wonders to work in your ministry, you cannot sit there and wait for God to do something. If you want an environment in which the spirit of God can move, you are going to have to preach on it. You're going to have to teach on it. You are going to have to be consistent with teaching and preaching God's word as it is written in the Bible so that faith can come to the people who are hearing you preach or teach. The environment needs to be charged with faith before the power of God can be ministered. I used to wonder why God was not doing certain things in my ministry. I was waiting for God and God was waiting for me. I did not know what was wrong. Finally, the Lord got through to me that I was asking the wrong question. Instead of asking God, why won't you? I should have been asking God, what do you want me to do so you can do? That is what we should be doing today. Do you want healing to work in your, your ministry? You have to preach on healing and then teach on it. Otherwise, there will not be any faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We have to remember that. The people will not have any faith and God cannot work. He wants to work. He wants to move among his people, but he cannot because so many churches will not let him in. And that's just the honest to God truth. We have churches that don't want the word of God in. They want to take over and just preach their opinions. And they want to preach and teach their denominations. And that's not God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not by traditions and not by denominations. But he cannot teach and he cannot move in your establishment because so many churches is actually putting a brick wall up, preventing God from coming in. And they refuse to preach the word of God as it relates to healing.
So faith and the word of God go hand in hand, saints. You cannot have one without the other. They are so closely tied that they are almost synonymous terms. You can use them interchangeably. Now, this is how I would um, make this translation of Hebrews 11 and 1. Listen. Now, the word of God is the substance of things hoped for. The word of God is the proof of things not perceived by the senses. Now, do you believe it? Or do you just think you believe it? Do not be deceived, saints. If you really believe it, you will say what God says instead of what the devil is telling you to say God says. God says Jesus took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. That's in Matthew 8, 17. Took and bear are past tense verbs. That means you do not have infirmities and sickness anymore. In reality, you do not, but you say you do. And you will have them as long as you say you do. Because then you have signed for the package. And the devil has a right to deliver it and keep it on your front porch. You hear me? You open the door and give the, the devil a foothold when you constantly speak that infirmity. Now, this is where a lot of people go into brain lock. They say, now, that doesn't make sense. I don't understand that. Of course you don't. Of course you don't if you're trying to understand it with your senses. And if you constantly keep saying, I know I'm sick. I know I've got pain. I know. Don't tell me I'm not sick. Now, <laughs> I won't, what, what, keep reading. T take, let's, let's just keep reading. Let's look at another scripture. Um... Let's look at the other side of the coin. It's in 2 Corinthians 4.18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now in this verse, we find the words look and seen, which take us back to the eyes and the other physical senses. Two things are brought to our view. One. God calls the seen things and one God calls the not seen things. We have the seen and the unseen. Now, what is God talking about? It is the same thing he is talking about in Hebrews 11 and 1. Let me paraphrase uh, 2 Corinthians 4.18 like I did Hebrews 11 and 1 and you will see something that is just astonishing. Listen to this. While we look not at the things which are perceived by the senses, but at the things which are not perceived by the senses for or because the things which are perceived by the senses are temporal or temporary or subject to change. But the things which are not perceived by the senses are eternal. We have to see these things by faith, saints. And this is where a lot of people get all mixed up. And this is why there are counterfeits out there to try to draw you away from God's reality. Let's look at some of the counterfeits because you need to be, be uh, aware of them. If you are not aware of them, you will be fooled every time. You have never seen a counterfeit $3 bill, have you? And you never will unless the United States Treasury Department decides to start printing $3 bills. Nobody 
with any sense counterfeits what does not already exist. And that is very important. Counterfeiters always take what is already in existence and try to make copies of it. That's just like the word of God. Counterfeiters try to take it already exists. They try to trick you with it. Then you get suckered into accepting the copy for the real thing. Now, Satan has some copies out here. Okay. And I'm getting ready to share some of them with you. The copies have such names as Christian science. Be aware of that here. It's not God. And uh, metaphysics, spiritual frontiers, fellowship, unity. And what other one I, I, uh, I came across? Uh, Dianetics. Yes, Dianetics. You have to be mindful of that counterfeit too. Mind science and mind power. Do not be deceived, saints. Please don't because they are out there. My heart go out to weak Christians and, and Christians who just don't know enough of God's word to, pre to prevent themselves from being deceived. Do not confuse the Bible with these counterfeits. People, listen to me. Bible faith takes you into the spirit realm. Satan's counterfeit take you into the soulish realm where they operate on mind power, not God's power of the spirit. And I'm not talking about things that are not really there. The verse says, while we look not at the things which are seen, the things which are seen must really exist, right? If they did not exist, there would be no need to tell you not to look at them because you cannot see what is not there. The very fact that he says not to look at it is indicative of the fact that it does exist. But God is telling you, don't look at that dumb things. So you ask, what am I supposed to do? Ignore it. That's what some people are asking. No, you don't say that it, it is not there. You just don't give it any credit for having any effect or control on your life. You don't say it is not there. You just don't give it. You just shouldn't give in to it, saints. Can you see the difference? Let's look at Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him who he delivered, even God, who quickened it the dead, and call it those things which do, which, which be not as though they were. That's Romans 4, 17. Now notice this. It does not say God calls those things which be as though they were not. He calls those things which be not as though they were. That is a vast difference. It is saying the same thing as 2 Corinthians 4.18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We do not deny that sickness and disease exist. That would be foolish. If we do deny their existence, then God will have to change one of his seven redemptive names, which one is Jehovah Rapha, which means I am the Lord who heals you. How could God heal you of something that does not exist in you? If there, was, if, if, if there were no such thing as sickness and disease, then God could not be the Lord who heals you because there would not be anything to heal. 
So sickness does exist. Pain exists. But we need to stop giving it comfort. We need to stop owning it as, it's, as if it's ours to just keep. That's where Christians fall. They always focus on the circumstances. And they keep forgetting that their words have power. They should have whatsoever they say. So if you meditate on the sickness and constantly keep giving it credence, then that's what you're going to have. So let's look at the word again. What do you do then when you are in pain? Do you deny the pain? Do you say, I don't hurt? I don't have pain. I'm not really in pain. My back doesn't hurt. No, you ignore it for a higher vision a higher revelation. What do you look at? Ask yourself, what do you look at? What am I looking at? You look at the unchanging word of the living God. That is where your focus is supposed to be. Hebrews 6.18 says it is impossible for God to lie. If it is impossible for God to lie, then the only other alternative is that God must tell the truth. So if God says that with Jesus stripes, I was healed, then I must be healed. If I am not healed, God is a liar. And see, that's how people have to start looking at the, the, the word of God. Either I'm going to believe it or I'm not. And if God is a liar, the Bible is invalid and of no effect. We just need to just put it in the trash. Yeah. But what about uh, the people that say, well, I just don't feel well. Well, that is your problem. You are walking by your senses instead of walking by the word of God. You say you believe the Bible, but you do not. It is as simple as that. You don't believe what God's word says. You believe the circumstances. That is what your problem is. Now, I have seen too many people come to meetings and to be prayed for. Then the first thing they say when they leave the prayer session is, I didn't, it, it didn't work. I don't feel any better. And guess what? They never will. Now I am talking about faith here, saints, not the supernatural intervention of God. When the gifts of the spirit are operating, God is initiating it. And you do not have to believe anything, but you cannot walk in those signs and wonders all your life. And a lot of people lose their healing before they get out of the front door because they do not know how to keep it by faith. We must walk by faith, people. We must live by faith. You have to remember, without faith, it is impossible to please God. That is very important because our existence is to please God. And if you decide to ignore the word of God, you don't have any faith. So let's not continue to allow Satan to deceive us. If you are not receiving faith by hearing God's word, you don't have faith. You don't have faith in God anyway. So I hope you enjoyed this short message. Stand by for entering into his presence and my closing remarks. Let's enter into his presence. Trust Jesus enough to let things happen without striving to predict or control them. Relax and refresh yourself in the light of his everlasting love. Jesus' light never dims. 
yet you are often unaware of his radiant presence. When you project yourself into the future, rehearsing what you would do or say, you are seeking to be self-sufficient, to be adequate without his help. This is a subtle sin so common that it usually slips by unnoticed. The alternative is to live fully in his presence, dependent on his each and every moment. Rather than fearing your inadequacy, rejoice in his abundant supply. Train your mind to seek his help continually, even when you feel competent to handle something by yourself. Don't divide your life into things you can do by yourself and things that require his help. Instead, learn to rely on his every situation. This discipline will enable you to enjoy life more and to face each day confidently. Now I have two scriptures I want you to meditate on as it relates to what I just shared. Psalms 37 verses 3 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. NIV. Scripture number two is Philippians chapter four, verses 19, the New King James Version. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I hope this message help you to enter into the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And remember to laugh, love, forgive, and treat everyone with respect and dignity. See you next time. Well, I hope you were blessed by this message. Faith as it relates to the Word of God. If you have any questions or comments about this message or any past interludes, please send your comments, questions, or prayer requests to talkingbibletruth.cd at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast financially, please visit my Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public homepages. Click the support this podcast button and contribute an amount of your choice. Now until next time, saints, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. I am your host, Dr. Kamala D, rightly dividing the word of truth in peace and love. See you next time.